You have to be intentional if you wanted to stay within your family, because we know there's people who their full time job is really just to wait to see to let to see how the balls drop with mm -hmm. people. Welcome to the South Side Show, your local news and information source for Atlanta's South Side. Welcome to the South Side Show. I'm your host, Artie Jones III. The South Side Show will introduce you to talented individuals, visionary leaders, innovative entrepreneurs, and game changers that make a South Side strong. Today's guest is Janai Thornton. How you doing, Janai? Hey, Artie, happy to be here. Great, great. Well, for our South Side Show guests, please uh, kind of tell us a little bit about your background. Well, I am, I like to say I kind of live a double life. I have two companies. One is Envision Business Management Group, where we are accountants in the entertainment industry and okay. have been doing that for 26 years now. Wow. Right here on the South Side, absolutely. You must have started when you were like 10, I guess. <laughs> 12. I was 12. Okay. I was 12 when I got started. And then I'm here to talk about our second company, um, which is called Thank Me Later. But one of our big initiatives within Thank Me Later is Black Women Will. And what's, um, this is our second year of doing Black Women Will. And the will stands for not just something cute, like Black Women Will Do Something, but we actually help um, black women prepare their wills and other estate documents completely for free. Wow. Yes. Great. So tell me, how did you, who came up with this idea? How did you come up with this idea? Well, I've worked in radio for a really long time, mm -hmm. nationally syndicated radio. And back in the late 90s, early 2000s, I used to do this free tax preparation day. Okay. And did that for about 12 years with Radio One in Atlanta. So I kind of knew, had the concept of being able to provide free services, being, being able to do tax returns for people for free. And then in radio, I would always get these phone calls from people who had a loved one who'd passed away. And then they wouldn't know what to do, wouldn't know how to wind up the affairs, there was never a will. And I said, you know what? I think we can do something about it versus just telling people what to do. Okay. So last year, we just came up with the idea that we were gonna do this free, tax, uh, free will preparation day or, okay. or will clinic. And um, so last year was number one, and this year we just had a phenomenal second event. Okay. So tell me, what all did you need to put an event together like this? It seems as though that you need a, a great deal of legal help, um, and you would need um, um, a lot of resources, financial resources, to put something together like this. Um, it is. It, it's a pretty heavy lift, particularly since I'm a CPA and, and I'm not an attorney. So we had 65 lawyers wow. who volunteered their time, so which is beautiful because you mm. think these are people on average who are making about three to four hundred dollars an hour wow. who volunteered their time for us that day. And so we had the lawyers. Then we had um, a partnership. We had a partnership with Atlanta Legal Aid, Fulton County Probate Court, um, GABWA, the Georgia Association of Black Women Attorneys. Um, we had volunteers. We probably had about 30 volunteers that day. I had about 17 paralegals that day. So it's it's a pretty heavy lift, but the impact is really important because a lot of times people just think about a will like, oh, these are just my documents if I pass away or if I have a loved one that passes away. But when you think about it in the context of the South Side specifically, and you're talking about regentrification, we have a lot of property that is not passing hands the right way because mm -hmm. the people who own the homes don't have the proper documentation like a will in place. 
So it has significant impact on a community, not just a family, but literally a community. So we were very intentional about focusing on people who are in the Cascade Corridor specifically. So that way we know that we know how the property values have been getting to change. And the majority of those people over there don't have those documents. 80% of black people die without a will, regardless of income or assets. So this is a solution, part of a solution to a really, really big problem. Wow. Now, um, is this, you know, I guess, preparing a will, is this something that someone should do at a certain age or is it, is, can you be too young to, to, I guess, to come up with a will? I mean, when is too late and when is too early? Well, um, I don't know if there's a too late, but certainly for, um, these are the factors. Um, number one, if you have dependent children, you mm-hmm. absolutely need a will because a will isn't just about talking about your assets, the money you have. And I think that's a big misconception that a lot of people have is, oh, I have to be wealthy to have a will. If you have children, if something happens to you or you and your spouse, who is going to take over? Some really big decisions that need to be made. And then the other part of it are assets. So um, minimally, maybe if you own a home, but if you have a retirement account, a will gives direction. That's his job. It gives direction. And who's going to be in charge? When you pass away, who is going to step in and be the one to wind up your affairs? And so I really think about it as a gift because it helps maintain order in a family. You know how mm-hmm. death can be very challenging, Definitely. creates a lot of stress in a family, but now we at least have some order from the person who passed away, not everyone else's opinion now. So it's it's a really important document. But again, I think culturally, we need to be a little bit more forthright mm-hmm. and be a little bit more proactive in how we approach this. It's an important part of business. It's not optional. Right. Um, it's really required. Right. So. I know that preparing a will, like you mentioned earlier, you know, you pay an attorney's $275, $300 an hour to right. do that. Um, how many wills did you prepare during your initial year? And then how many wills did you uh, pre- prepare during this uh, second year? Um, our first year, we put our event together in about two and a half weeks. We were wow. like, oh, we got this. We're just going to... That's quick. Kind of, We did. So we were kind of kind of piloting our first program. So year one, we did 25. Okay. Just again, as a test to see how we could do. It was COVID. We had to do it outdoors. We were at Impact Church um, over in the East Point area. Um, and year two, we did almost 90. Wow. We did almost 90 in less than five hours. Wow. Yeah. And when you said you prepared a will, you mm-hmm. prepared a will from beginning to end. So... The person walked in without a will whatsoever, no information, and then they left with a will in hand that they could actually file and it was a legal document. So they left with a will. They also left with a health care directive. And a lot of women also left with a power of attorney. So they left with a physical copy and a scanned in copy on a flash drive as well. Wow. So literally in the door with nothing, out of the door with three legal documents for free. Yes. That is awesome. I mean... Lots of times you'll hear of, I guess, programs like this, Mm -hmm. and most of the time um, you'll have a conference and they will say, you need to do this, and then they'll try to, but you could do it for this price. Right. And if you're interested, call this number. But you guys took a person from not having anything to having a will in hand, totally free of charge, Mm -hmm. and they were able to utilize it to, I guess, keep their family wealth and to pass it on to their um, dependents. 
Absolutely. So yeah, based on our calculation, we impacted about $10 million in assets. Wow. Um, in about five hours. Yeah, that so we're, is awesome. We're really proud of the work that we do. But again, removing the barrier instead of telling people what to do. You know, people are used to people telling them what to do. And most mm -hmm. people know that they need to do it. Mm -hmm. But now we need a solution for that. And we were specifically focused on black professional women, too. So because we're like, we know that you have assets. We know that you own a home. We know that you have a family. You know, we know that you all have an income. Those are the people that we're concerned about because those are the people who, if they don't have their affairs in order, is going to have, again, significant impact on their family and potentially significant impact on their community because they're homeowners. That is, that is cool. Um, why is this important to the South Side? Why is, you know, our, I guess, will preparation important? Well, I think it's really important, again, that we look at it from the community perspective, that we want to be very intentional about how we transfer our assets, whether that's commercial real estate that people own or whether it's your individual home. You have to be intentional if you want it to stay within your family, because we know there's people who their full time job is really just to wait to see, to let to see how the balls drop with mm -hmm. people. So I think that's really important. And we, we do, we wanna invest and build in our community. We want people who are there who care. We want people who are, we are setting people up for multi-generational wealth. That's why you always hear about black people having to start over from each level, because we have not put our children in a position to inherit something instead of just having bills and problems and probate issues. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I've heard lots of talk about, I guess, within the school system that they feel that our kids should have some type of financial education right. while they're in school. Uh, do you think that, I guess, teaching our young people as they are in school while they're getting this financial education that they sh that they should have a will um, that that would be helpful in being able to have more people um, in our community to be prepared for you know uh, the future well, I mean I think financial education is important for children and adults you know I think it's extremely important and I think estate planning for young people to even understand what that means is important. Um, but I do believe for this particular topic, we really need to be focused on the adults because we got to get the work done. Again, 80% of black people, regardless of income or assets, are going to pass away without a will. That's mm. a huge problem. That is a huge problem. Um, this event that you put on, it's one time a year. Yes. A lot of work has to go into it. Yes. When will the next event be? Well, we're looking to do two in 2023. We'd like to do one probably in the summer where we will be specifically focused on seniors. And okay. then um, our, our third annual event will be sometime in November of 2023. Okay, great. And an event like this, um, I've seen the, the venue that you had for the event. I've seen the, you know, Everyone had free lunches. Right. They had, you know, everything was there. Giveaways, T-shirts, right. dancing, music. Right. <laughs> it was just an electric, electric environment. A fun will preparation event, right? <laughs> right, right. So, um, who are the sponsors? How did you pay for this type of event? Um, we had several corporate sponsors: Bank of America, City National Bank, um, State Farm, Paycheck. Um, Aprio, which is a CPA firm, and 
I was really able to kind of lean into some of my relationships to say, hey, you know, we're doing something. And I think companies really understand the impact of this. And so we were able to get them to help us because you're right. You saw the, the venue, which was amazing, Impact Church. Um, people were served breakfast and lunch and all the activity. Um, you know, like they say, ministry costs. You know, it, it's not free to do this. So right. I'm very grateful for the corporate relationships and partnerships that we have. Okay. Well, that is fantastic. Um, is there, um, if someone were interested in finding out more about Black Women Will, mm -hmm. how might they be able to do that? Um, they can certainly um, go to our website, which is Black Women Will, um, W-I-L-L, blackwomenwill.com. And there's a tremendous amount of resources there. Uh, we have a free estate planning playbook. So if people want to begin the journey of getting their stuff organized, that free tool is out there with them. And then they can also follow us on social media on Instagram at Black Women Will. Okay. And for our Southside Show guests, would you like to leave uh, our Southside Show guests with any closing remarks? Well, again, um, one of the greatest gifts that you can ever give your family is the gift of order. And I think it's really important that we're intentional that, and we make it a priority to get your estate affairs in orders. Again, you don't have to be rich to do it, but again, make the commitment to yourself and your family to get that done. All right. Well, thank you, Janai. Uh, we appreciate you coming and talking to us here at the Southside Show. Thank you. To, thank you for having me. Happy to be here. All right. And it's a wrap, folks. My time is up. I'm R.D. Jones, your host of The Southside Show, bringing you the latest and the greatest that The Southside has to offer you. If you don't remember anything else from this episode, please remember this. Don't sleep on The Southside. Take care.